What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. I'm excited to be here this week with my two fabulous co-hosts and our special guest, Mr. Chip Edwards. You guys, you're going to love Chip. Trust me when I tell you, you're glad you're here because I am obsessed with asking this guy questions, basically. And your brain is going to explode because we are going to talk about something that seems so ubiquitous at this point, and it doesn't even seem like it's high tech or a big deal when you say, uh, hey Siri, give me directions to wherever you're going, or Alexa, set a timer. Why is Mike saying no? What are you saying no I'm about? I'm saying no because you'll be setting them off everywhere. <laughs> oh. What? Oh, I know, I did that on purpose. <laughs> Alexa, set a timer for seven minutes, right? Yeah. Whatever it is, all those things, we just take them for granted. If you've got, hey, Google, I'm not forgetting about you either. Hey, Google, play Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. I'll just Rick roll you guys who have the Google. Anyway, <laughs> so whenever you've got, we've all got these things and we don't even think about them anymore. <laughs> I got it. I got Sorry. Chip. You set it off. Yeah, he was there. Yes. Okay, we're, we're off. All right. We're good here now. You're wearing headphones. You just beat the system. So, oh, look in the chat. We've got like Vicky's is happening. Ken, Ken's TV just turned on. I love it. So wouldn't it be great if you could capture that kind of power for your business though? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Before we dive in, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Since we're going to go in a circle, I told Chip he could go last. I'll start it off. My name is Stephanie Hudson, and I am the co-owner of Focus WP, where we help you to scale and grow your business by just being your team. We just do all the things. You just tell us what to do, and we do them. And if you haven't already, please come hang out with us on Thursday evenings in our focus group on Zoom. Chip actually came last week. And fun fact, he's going to come again this week so that we can keep talking about all this stuff. So if you enjoy this, then you can come actually hang out with Chip in the Zoom on Thursday. Focus on your biz Facebook group. So uh, that's me. And on to you, Mike. Thanks, Stephanie. And thanks for ruining my introduction earlier. I'm in big trouble now. Anyway, I'm going to do it anyway. Here we go. Okay. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name's Mike Devitt. Uh, my business is web design and SEO. And for any voice assistants out there, I hope I will not be Siri enough tonight to set any of them off. I often find myself saying, hey, Google, why isn't my website always number one in the rankings? Or simply unwittingly using words that set an echo off like Decca or Dyspepsia or Rebecca. It's all about the sounds and the syllables, right, Chip? Um, very excited to delve into this topic tonight, and thanks for coming on. Um, uh, you can catch me at webdesignpro.co uh, and on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. That's excellent, and that's why I really never want to go after you, because <laughs> anything I say just now sucks. Um, hey, everybody. My name is Eric Dingler, and I own In Transit Studios, where we turn people's websites into marketing hubs and help local businesses get more customer activity every day. Um, I'm currently broadcasting from Mexico City. Uh, we're here for a few months. Uh, in fact, we just asked our landlord if we could extend our rent for a few, for about three more months. We're absolutely loving Mexico City. Um, so my family and I, we are full-time digital nomads. So if you want to track with our digital nomad life, uh, in transit studios, our nonprofit, 
anything about the, all the weird and crazy things I do, you can find all of it at ericdingler.com. And Chip, go for hey, it. I'm Chip Edwards. Um, the, uh, my, my business is create my, uh, createmyvoice.com. Um, and what we do is we make it so that you can get your content on uh, smart speakers on Amazon Alexa um, without any effort. We do all the magic for you. So we're going to kind of talk a little bit about the magic today. I'm excited. Chip, so um, for those of us, those of you who are listening live right now, especially, but you can also shoot us a comment, even if you're listening on your podcast app or watching the replay on, on YouTube, uh, give us a little, uh, raise your hand if you have smart speakers in your home or in your life. I mean, we pretty much all have them on our phones, right? Unless you're hardcore, like off grid because every phone has either Google or Siri, right? So, um, so we all have them and Chip is going to talk to us a little bit about how to harness the power of these things for business. And I'll tell you a little bit how I met Chip. He's given a talk in two different conferences that I was a part of. One, I was sort of like the one introducing him. I was emceeing the Adirim conference and then I forget what was the second one was it just the second Adirim conference Chip, uh, where did I, I see you uh it, it might have been a word camp or, oh maybe it was a word camp yeah. it wasn't in person though anyway I saw oh yeah it was word camp I watched the replays of it and um I was like I've got to hang out with this guy <laughs> I don't want to talk to him so I messaged him and we did like the zoom and I was like this is so like it doesn't have anything directly related to Divi it doesn't really have necessarily anything related to websites, but for some reason, I just have this feeling like in our industry, what we do, we're just geeks and we like new technology and we like figuring out ways to serve our clients and our businesses. So anyway, I thought we got to get him to come on the show. So Chip has prepared a presentation for us. So the things that he talked about that blew my mind, he's going to share with us right now. So um, Chip, you let me know when you're ready for me to share my screen. Um, so those of you who are listening audio only, there are gonna be some video components to this, but of course there will be plenty of audio as well. Yes, okay, I'm I'm ready anytime we can share this screen. I'm gonna share a bunch of slides, but because uh, it's got um, a little echo. Oh, you have echo, uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, echo on an echo. Echo uh -huh. on an echo, why <laughs> is that? That's oh, my no. Hold on. I need to. Even the okay. So let me read the, some of the chat comments while okay, he's did, figuring out his mic. Can you still oh, yeah, can you hear me good. now? Yes, yeah. we can. Yeah. And no echo. And no mm -hmm. echo. The echo That's is gone. Good. Okay, well, that'll work then. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um, okay. And it says so, the voice in his head echoes a lot, so don't feel bad. <laughs> so. So yes, there are slides, but the slides are just to uh, keep uh, those of us who are visually oriented kind of in the same space. Um, there will be one part a little bit later that I'll try to describe for those that are just listening or those who aren't watching the slides. Um, uh, but for most, for most of the part, uh, this is all an audio uh, audio presentation because, um, in fact, I'm going to have uh, uh, my Amazon Echo or Alexa, uh, my Alexa device actually do some of the presentation for me. Um, 
But anyway, um, first, um, I'm assuming that, well, actually, first, if you've got a device and you haven't already turned it off, you should turn it off now because we're going to, uh, uh, I will be setting them off through this whole whole presentation. Hit um, that little mic off button. Yeah, Don't forget your watches as well. Mute your Amazon or your Google devices because we will be setting them off the, for the rest of this. Okay, so I'm assuming that everyone here is familiar with delivering content through websites. Um, and I'm hoping that every website owner is their their desire is really to engage their clients and make it easy to find information and to deliver value through your website. Um, and what I want to talk about today is a new delivery channel, um, one that you might not have been thinking about before today. Uh, so my goal is to let you know what is happening in the voice assistant world. Um, I'm sure that some of you are fundamentally actually against voice assistants. But I run a, run a, run into this every time I do a con uh, a talk. There are people like, yeah, I would never do this. Um, the point is not because the point's not for you because you're right, and I'm not even going to try to convince you to get a, a smart speaker. Um, lots of us have privacy concerns, and it's like I would never put one of those in my house. That's okay. The, the, the problem is that we're trying to overcome is that, you know, over a third of Americans have smart speakers in their homes. So even if you don't, your clients do. And so that's what we're really going to be talking about today is how do you engage your clients? Because these devices are here and, and coming. So the th three things I want to talk about today in the next couple of minutes, one of them is um, what a smart speaker voice assistant is and, and why they're popular. And just a hint, they make things easier to find, um, easier to turn things on and off, get directions, hear content, uh, basically engage with compute resources. Uh, they make it easier to do that. Um, and in essence, it's, it's to make our lives more convenient and to make it easier to get computers to do things for us. Um, then I'm going to actually demonstrate how brands are currently using voice assistants to deliver content. And then finally, I'm going to give some bonus material, um, examples of SSML, um, not because it's important, but mostly because it's, it's fun. So we'll, we'll do some examples of that. You guys will like that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool what you can do with SSML. Um, <clears throat> so first, a quick history. Um, we've had speakers for a long time, but someone had the bright idea of adding a microphone into their speaker, and now they call it a smart speaker. So now not only can you get your speakers to play audio, but now they can respond to your requests. Um, it started out with people putting them mostly in their kitchens and living rooms. But now the most popular spot for smart speakers is in the bedroom. Um, but to be fair, people are finding them quite convenient. And so they're not just putting them in one location. They're actually putting them in, in multiple locations across their house, bedroom, kitchen, living room, and other places where they spend time. I think I think last uh, stat I saw, there was like 18% put them in their bathrooms now. I mean, they're they're putting these smart speakers all over the place. So the, the, the third of the American population that is um, that has... Um, started using smart speakers, they're putting them in multiple locations in their house to be able to get the benefit of being able to just put
put something on their shopping list or the or the like. So I, I reference this all already, um, but in June of last year, NPR and Edison Research published their smart uh, smart audio report. They do it, I think, about every year. They give a, an update on where smart speaker adoption is and voice assistants are. So 35% of Americans um, have smart speakers now. Um, and 62% of Americans use their voice assistant, um, which is not only smart speakers, but when we talk about smartphones, TVs, cars, microwaves, I mean, they're putting these things everywhere now. Um, Wait, six, hold on. Six, 62% use it, but only 35% have them? <laughs> so 35% have smart speakers everywhere. Oh, but voice assistants voice are assistants. like on your phone or your other. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Voice assistants aren't just in smart Listen, speakers. I'm, I'm paying attention, Chip. I'm going to fact check you. All right. That, that's good. That's good. So, <laughs> that, that, and that's kind of what we we see here. I mean, yeah, people have them on their on their phones and that's, um, that, that's a, a popular place, um, but they're... Amazon and Google are, are embedding in them in cars. I think Amazon um, put, is putting them in the Ford line. Um, I can't remember all the different lines, but each each auto industry line is embedding these smart speakers or the smart devices into their voice assistants into their into their cars so that you can now be on your way home and and or wherever and be talking to your voice assistant in your car without actually having to get your phone out or 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 the like um but they're putting them everywhere i mean microwaves refrigerators all, all kinds of things um tvs my favorite is in these things called wearables um, and my favorite place is in my earbuds, actually, because now I can be anywhere. I mean, it's popular to walk around with earbuds in anymore. Um, and so you can have your voice assistant just always with you without even pulling your, uh, your phone out of your pocket. Um, mostly I use it like when I'm, when I'm working out. Um, but, uh, often when I'm grocery shopping and it's like, what was on the list? I just, I just ask Alexa, Hey, what's, what's oh, on my shopping that's list? That's a good idea. And uh, I so used, I use them to add things to my list. I never thought about adding to the, putting one in our kitchen was a game changer for us because with two boys that like to cook, um, we, we would always be running out of ingredients because it's so much effort for them to walk all the way over to the refrigerator and put something on the list. So, so we gave it up. It's just add it to the shopping list. So Alexa put milk on the shopping list, whatever. Um, and so that was a, that was a game changer when the kids could start putting stuff on the shopping list. Uh, but now when I'm shopping at the grocery store, I can just say, Hey Alexa, what's on my shopping list. And she'll let me know what's on my shopping list and what, what I need to pick up. So, because, of the wearables you can just put it in your ear and you can talk to your voice assistant anywhere so that's uh, uh it, it's making things easy to be able to in uh interact with computers is basically what voice assistants are doing um where i want them to put them is in elevators because when it, you get on an elevator and somebody says where are you going uh, third floor please it's like we're already saying where we want to go why why do we have to push the button i mean you sh it should already be listening to you and say got it third floor and, and eighth floor here we go i don't want to touch those buttons anyway exactly exactly yeah, a great idea 
Um, so, so voice technology is getting better, and and soon we're not even going to know how we lived without a voice assistant. We're not there yet, but we're moving in that direction. So, um, okay, so let's uh, let's get to um, some some examples. Uh, but first, I wanted to kind of diagram out how these voice assistants do their magic. Um, so let's uh, let's move over to a diagram. Um, we all know about this idea of a wake word because you've got to say something that tells them pay attention. Um, we, there's always examples of, uh, uh, of of them waking up and talking to you when you didn't actually think you were engaging them, but uh, that's a that's a different story. There's always a wake word. So Amazon has a number of them: Alexa, Echo, computer. Um, I think, and I think there was another one. Uh, and there was talk about being able to kind of put your own in there at one point in time. So that's still Google is Hey Google, Okay Google, um, Siri is uh, Siri. Um, right now you've got to engage them, and that's called a wake word. Um, and then once you engage them, they start recording what you're saying, and they're going to send what you're saying up to the cloud, um, and it's going to go to the the processing that's sitting behind whatever um, uh, assistant you've got. So if it's Alexa, it's going to go to Amazon. Oops. Ah. <laughs> there it goes. Oh, you punked yourself. Sorry. It was my, my phone. I forgot to mute my phone. You knew you weren't going to get throughout the whole of this without doing that, Chip. I know. And I thought I had this done. <laughs> I, I muted the ones that were on my desk. I just didn't get my phone muted. Fabulous. Um, <clears throat> So anyway, it's going to send that audio clip up to the cloud. It's going to send it to Amazon's AWS processing or Google, uh, Apple. Um, and they're going to do what's natural language processing on it, which is actually two steps. Uh, the first one is turning audio into text, um, which used to be the complicated thing in the past, but that's the easy thing now because turning the audio into text is relatively um, is relatively easy and has a really high match as far as being able to get the words that, uh, that people are speaking now. The hard part is the second thing they do. So once they put it into text, the next thing that they've got to do is they got to figure out what it is that you wanted. So what was your intention? You talk to the device, you, you wanted something, they've got to figure out what it is that you wanted. So then it goes into a, a, an engine, a natural language processing engine that kind of figures out what did you want using some context and, and, and what you said. Um, and Amazon, Scott, and Google, they have, they have two ways that they resolve the request. So once they know what it is that you want, there's two paths that things can go down to. One of them is um, an internal path. In other words, Amazon says, okay, I know how to do this. I, I'm going to handle it myself. So if you ask a question or if you have a command for one of your IoT devices, your lights, turn your lights on, turn your TV on. That kind IoT, of stuff. Hold on a second. We've had a little situation in the chat about acronyms. IoT Internet of Things. Internet of Things, IoT, Internet of Things. Mm -hmm. um, it is uh, light bulbs, uh, garage doors, uh, locks on your front door. It, it's all kinds of stuff that 
you can put in your house and you can now control them with your um, uh, your your smart speaker your the temperature on your uh, on your house you can hey I want to make it a little bit warmer in here all those things now are not just devices that you have to go up to and flip a switch you can now talk to them and have them interact with you so you've sometimes you got an app on your phone that you can do or you can just ask your smart speaker to take care of it um and uh like play podcast is another thing that's embedded in the internal system of uh, amazon and google and siri uh, to be able to do those things um but amazon and google although google's getting rid of it but amazon has a way for brands also Actually, let me give an example of that. So let's start with our, our, our example. So here's an example of asking Alexa a question. Alexa, how fast is light per hour? According to an Amazon customer, oh. the speed of light is about 671 million miles per hour. More precisely, the speed of light is 670,616,629 miles per hour. Did that answer your question? Yes. So that was an example of Amazon asking their customers to be able to um, give answers to questions that they're getting on their devices. Um, so that was actually an answer, a question that I answered. And so that was, that was me testing it out. Did they, what, did they do something with that answer that I gave them? They also oh, look at, cool. which, I didn't um, know that that was a thing. It, hey, yep. Chip, did you play that straight from your device, your smart speaker? No, I play. I recorded it already. Okay, so the recording was a little low in the volume. If you you may have to turn your um, computer volume up. I could hear it, but it was low. Okay, let me anybody, see if I can. That's the same way for anybody else. But um, in the meantime, while you're looking at your volume things, I know you have more of that coming. I have a lot um, of that coming. Hopefully, that was. Ken, while you're doing that, poor Ken, he's in the chat. He's watching live. Uh, he can't find a way to turn off the Alexa on his Amazon TV. <laughs> He's like, I might have to listen on a replay because Alexa won't shut up. And uh, and then he said, I just discovered Mute Works, although Alexa is desperately trying to find a TV show about the Internet of Things. <laughs> uh, what if you put in headphones, Ken? That's my solution. I'm not. I'm good to go. Anyway. Uh, okay, what else do we have here? Okay, yeah, uh, Derek's just saying he could barely hear Chip's Alexa, but I think that's going to that's going to come through. Well, but yeah, um, yeah, you may have to just uh, turn your volume up on your computer a little bit, and then. Okay. But we'll we'll it'll be all right. We'll we'll do our best here, guys. Okay, and uh, I've got one thing that I might be able to. Let's see if, let's see, maybe if I put headphones on, mm. let me see if I can switch over to that. Okay. By the way, guys, while we're having an intermission, by all means, please give us a thumbs up. And uh, if you're, if you've got questions, uh, honestly, I think you probably don't even know what your questions are yet. You will have questions as we go, but if you have questions yet, um, I mean, already feel free to pop them in the chat. If you are listening later after the live is over, uh, feel free to send them. Uh, we're going to make chat. We're going to make Chip one of our 
friends, our Divi chat, part of our Divi chat fam, he's going to, he'll check some of the comments out. We'll tag him, make sure he sees him if you have other things. He's a geek too. He loves to just sit around and talk about all this kind of stuff. Yeah, we got Steve in the chat here who's uh, thinking about uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that. Is it <laughs> taking, that us back, taking us back a few years there, Steve. All right. We ready to rock, Chip? I I think so. Are you getting Can you hear me? I can, we can hear you. still hear you. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. And no echo. Mm -mm. no echo okay is that ironic is that an ironic statement it, <laughs> it is <laughs> okay let's keep going then and um, we're back yeah okay so we're back so um so that was an example of amazon answering a question through its internal processes of, of how however it collects information and and shares it um but and that's where most people right now are leveraging their smart speakers. They're mostly doing things with their um, with their smart speaker that um, Amazon, Google, Siri, Apple, they're re returning results internally is where most activity is happening right now. But um, Amazon's made it available for brands also to um, to put their own to extend the uh, ability of these smart speakers to do uh, um, to do more with them. And I'm, that's what I'm going to show you a little bit today. So the the idea of you can add a custom branded and Amazon calls them skills. Google calls them actions. Um, your own interaction that you can put on these uh, on these smart speakers or voice assistants as well. Um, and so the wake word wakes the device up. If you use any of the trigger words, um, Amazon then knows, um, actually, even if you don't use a trigger word, to be honest with you, Amazon will say, hey, if if there's a branded skill out there that has what's called an invocation name tied to it, if the brand is out there, Amazon says, oh, wait a minute, this request, I think, is going over to this branded skill. I'm going to send the request over to the branded skill and have it resolve it. And so, and, and they don't do it internally. And so Amazon makes that decision up front. Do I have a skill that a brand actually put out there for me? Um, if so, then I'm going to use that instead of trying to figure it out internally myself. Um, and I'm going to show a number of examples of, of custom branded skills and what, what companies are doing with them now so that their audience um, can interact with their um, with with that brand um, uh, with using uh, voice assistance. Okay, anything else there? Oh, so once the internal system or the branded skill um, figures out what the res what the answer to the question is. Um, or the response should be, it then sends it back to the reverse engine. It takes the speech or the text and now turns it into speech and sends it back to the device. And all of that happens within milliseconds. And so it's like you're actually talking to the device, but there's a whole mess of processing that happens on the back end um, to be able to get that response back to the, to the device. So Chip, it takes speech turns it into text gets an answer and turns that 
back into speech? Correct. Yep. And that goes back wow. to the device and then the device just plays it for you. Hmm. So since there's probably a bunch of geeks on here, the, the interface to the custom branded skills is, um, is basically a really complicated JSON. So Amazon packages up a JSON with all the information that you need to know. The branded skill then unwraps that JSON, figures out what needs to happen, and then packages up a response JSON and sends that back to Amazon. Amazon then takes that response JSON and then turns that into audio and sends it back to the device. Where Show would we be happened. without JSON, hey? I know. Say right? that again? And where would we be without JSON? It, where would we be without Our JSON? Our buddy JSON. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 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 Um, okay, so let's keep going here. So this ah, is I want to talk about these custom branded skills. This is where it gets cool, you guys. Yeah, so that's where we're going to spend the rest of our time. We're going to talk in these custom branded skills. What is happening in this space and what can you do with them? Um, so eh, let's uh, let's let's keep going because this is the this is where we get into the cool stuff. Um, okay. So let's start with this one here, Capital One. Capital One was an early adopter of, uh, of uh, voice assistance. And matter of fact, um, when I heard that they were doing this, I went out and got a Capital One credit card just because I wanted to play with their voice assistant. So <laughs> one of my credit cards is a Capital One card um, uh, so that I can I could use their, uh, their custom skill is uh, what it is. Um, uh, so I, I talked about that idea of an invocation name. Um, and so Ca Capital One's invocation name is their brand, Capital One. Um, and an invocation name is kind of like a domain name. So on the on the web, we talk about a domain name. And that is the, the, the moniker that people use to be able to get to your website. In the voice world, it's called an invocation name, or some people call it a verbal domain name. Um, it's that invocation name when that, when the user uses that in, an invocation name that there's a custom skill for, Amazon then passes that request to the custom code to be able to resolve the request. Um, so much like a domain name is represented by an IP address that is right. controlled by your DNS and all of that stuff, right? Correct. In this part exactly. we can kind of. Yes. Yes. And matter of fact, when you build a skill, you it you can't just put it out there. You actually have to submit it to Amazon or Google. Um, they're a certification process and they will certify the skill. And once they've certified the skill, then they will put their that that invocation name into their registry. Um, but you gotta have a. Uh, you can't just. It's not like in the the web the web world where you can go squat on a domain name. Uh, in the in the the uh, the voice world, you actually have to build something that does something useful, and have it certified, and then you get the invocation name tied to uh, tied to your skill. Imagine so, the internet if that was the way it worked with domain names, huh? Wouldn't that would it be a different world? Wouldn't it? You had to actually yeah. do something useful to be able to get that domain name. <laughs> so Chip, have you uh, have you thought about getting something done for yourself? You know, to get you know, have you come up with an idea that you think actually I could get that registered? So I I have my stuff. I've so I've got 
my own out there, Create My Voice. So you can ask Create My Voice. Um, and I'm actually going to give an example of a number of them that I've put out there already. Oh, so cool. Brilliant. This one's Brilliant. Capital so One. I've jumped ahead, you see. The, the, yeah. <laughs> this one's Capital One, not mine. Um, but they've done some really – I'm going to actually show a couple of them that are not mine. So the Capital One's cool. the first one. It does some cool stuff. And so I wanted to show, hey, I got this credit card just to say, hey, watch this cool <laughs> stuff. So, so let's jump in here. So Alexa, ask Capital One. The idea of when you say Alexa and then use Capital One, that's the invocation name. And Amazon knows to pass the request over to Capital One for them to figure out what the, the, the answer is. Um, so let's, uh, uh, let's see. Here we go. I don't hear anything, Chip. You don't hear anything? No. Okay. Maybe you haven't got anything in your account. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you don't, didn't hear anything, hold on. Let me see what I did. Your invocation and in bounced something. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it said to take your card and tear it up. My Alexa just said to tear up your card. Yeah, please stop buying things off of Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that went as I've I was thinking about uh oh. we should we need to get one of these for Divi Chat. Cause then you could just say, um, you know, hey Siri, play Divi Chat, the the latest Divi Chat episode. Oh, I just did it to myself. It turned on my Mac. Uh <laughs> I turned mine but, off. <laughs> um so when i asked that it just actually pulled up apple podcasts because it's so for for divi chat it's not quite the same right because you can connect to what we're doing with what well, you probably use the word play okay so i so so stephanie let me stop my stop sharing and let me start again because i think what happened is the um i think what happened is it oh you've got an echo again this is a very very smooth episode so far we've got all it's of okay the that we're used to that that we're, that's, that's our usual so it's, it's not capturing the audio from um from my presentation and before you were hearing it coming out my speakers which is why it was really soft oh. so let me stop sharing let me reshare and see if uh if steamride will will grab the audio this time okay and if not then we'll just explain what it's saying people understand what the things sound like we'll believe you if you tell us it happened i've heard this before. i've heard this stuff before it really does work okay so, so i was uh, one of one of the things that uh, uh, one of our friends does is they have a bin calendar uh, and they use uh, their Echo to um, tell them which bins they've got to put out each week. And it literally, <laughs> we were all sitting there at tea the other night and uh, halfway through the evening, it says, uh, good evening. And tonight's bin calendar for tomorrow is the green recycling bin. 
So make sure you put that out. I tell you, my uh, um, that's hilarious. My internet went out for three days a couple weeks ago, which was like felt like three years, and I could not believe how much I had come to rely on my smart speakers and my 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 IoT as well. I was like, I have to go yeah. turn all these lights off, but like manually, yeah, like in the olden right. days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean we, Callahan gets uh, Alexa to tell him to take out the trash as well. That's a pretty good one. I might have to do that. Um, and charge your watch. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's the have... thing. Hmm. It, it, it do, they the do thing? drive you crazy. They do drive you crazy, these things, because they interrupt and they... Um, so one of the things that I did... Um, I met a guy called Kane Sims on LinkedIn. He came to one of our WordPress uh, um, chip. Yeah, you know Kane. Yeah, yeah. Um, he came to one of our local WordPress meetings, and he was. This was about three or four years ago, um, and he he started to take us through all the different um, options using uh, a smart speaker, um, and even at that point, company like Virgin was well down the road using this technology and they were doing things like, um, particularly to the American audience, because at that point, the UK's usage of smart speakers was nowhere near our American cousins. Um, and basically you could book flights using a smart speaker. Right. Uh, and uh, and I, I, I considered that and I thought, I don't know if I want to get halfway through a transaction only for it to to go wrong or passing over my credit card details at that point. But he said, no, the technology was there and, and it was, and it was ready to use. Um, but he also, because it was WordPress started taking us through the options with WordPress where um, you can create a blog and then you can get people to subscribe through the um, Amazon app to the news, to your news mm -hmm. and um, when people wake up in the morning, they can say, tell us the news for the day, right. and it would give them their local news, and then it would read out your blog. Right. Flash, so that, flash briefing, exactly. Yes, yeah. that's it. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't remember the uh, the title of it. Um, but uh, So I thought, right, I'm going to do this, and I fired up my WordPress, and I added the app, and I got myself an Amazon account, and I said to my wife, I said, oh, look at what we can do. And so I, I said, tell us the news, and then this very – monotone voice came out um <laughs> and said so here is the news there is a and my wife looked at me and she said it's horrible turn that off <laughs> that's a load of rubbish um but i you could i, I was really like fired up with it because i thought this is really really exciting and then once she did that i was like okay i need to put how long away. ago was that mike that was about four years ago okay so yeah so this is where we are now yeah. chip yeah. are you ready yeah. to dive back in yeah, I, I think let's see if the uh, if that got hooked up. If not, then I'm going to switch over to a different uh, different way of doing this, which we can do. OK, so let me see. Let's see if you can hear it now. Okay. Alexa, ask Capital okay. One what my credit card balance Sounds is. great. The current Perfect. balance is $1,227.44. Do you want to know when this bill is due? Uh, yes, please. The payment of your Quicksilver card is due March 17, 2020. Do you want to pay now? No, thank you. <laughs> okay, so so did you notice that? The so 
I asked for my balance on my credit card and it gave me the balance and it assumed that, Hey, maybe if I wanted the balance, I probably want to know when that balance is due. And so it asked me, you want to, you want to know that? But then at the end, did you get that? Hey, you want to pay it? So I could have paid my credit card balance all just talking to my smart speaker. So the, what's happening in this space is, 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 is a lot. Well, actually I got another example. So let's, let's, uh, so let's do a little bit more as far as what the Capital One uh, um, skill does. Alexa, ask Capital One what my recent transactions are. Between April 30th and May 30th, you have 17 transactions for a total of $535.63. It looks like you also had a credit of $218.49. $72.15 at Harris Teeter on May 27th, followed by $19.28 at Circle K on May 27th, and $4.88 at Harris Teeter on May 26th. Would you like to hear more? That's all. Good talking to you today. Okay, or, or how about to be casual. Good yeah. talking to you. Alexa, ask Capital One how much I paid to CVS last month. Between April 1st and April 30th, you spent a total of $187.85. So we're talking to the smart speaker, but obviously all of this information is, is coming out of the Capital One systems. And so you can, you're engaging with Capital One as a brand through these smart speakers. Now, obviously the voices are getting better and I'm going to actually give a couple of demonstrations of that in just a couple of minutes of of the you know what they're doing with the audio side of things um, but the whole interaction model is what the voice world is happen is is doing now so in the in the web world we figure out okay how how can we present the information best so that people can find what they want that same type of thing is happening in the voice spaces world so so what is somebody going to ask me as a brand and how do I respond to them when I get those requests? So that's that whole uh, um, uh, UI UX. The, there's a voice UI UX as far as how, how that stuff happens. So let's move on from Capital One credit cards um, over to um, the pizza. Oh, uh, let's yes. order a pizza. Now My, it's uh, okay. Yeah, my my favorite's pepperoni, jalapeno, and extra cheese. Ooh. Um, so, it, and it used to be I had to drive to go get uh, pizza, but they just put a a, a Pizza Hut, um, a Domino's actually not too far from us. So now now they'll actually deliver it. But it used to be I'd have to take off and drive you know, about twenty minutes away to be able to get my pizza. Um, but not a problem because I had an Alexa in my car, so I could just jump in the car and do something like this. Alexa, I'd like to order a pizza from Domino's. What type of crust do you want for your pizza? You can choose hand-tossed, gluten-free crust, Brooklyn-style, handmade pan or crunchy thin crust. Crunchy thin crust. What size would you like for your crunchy thin crust pizza? You can choose medium or large. Large. I've got a large thin cheese pizza. What toppings would you like with that? Pepperoni and jalapenos. Okay, pepperoni and jalapeno peppers. Would you like any more toppings on that? Extra cheese, please. Okay, 
I've added a large thin pizza with pepperoni, jalapeno peppers, and extra cheese to your order. What would you like next? I'd like to check out now. Would you like to complete your order by adding a 16-piece Parmesan bread bites for $3.99? No, thank you. Your order contains one pizza. The total is $18.24 after taxes. Would you like to review your order details, or are you ready to check out? I'm ready to check out. Your order should be ready for pickup in about 12 to 22 minutes. Do you want me to place the order? Yes. Okay, I've placed your order. Your day just got cheesier. Oh. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so, okay. This okay. Is I got, line when Mike gives an intro. Chip, I, I got it. Our I gotta, day just got cheesier. I got to jump in here because yeah. my immediate thought is I have probably a half a dozen clients that are local pizza shops. Um, so oh is something we could just basically replicate out for something like them? So, so this is Domino's um, IP. So you yeah. would have to talk with Domino's, hey, you interested in, uh, in selling your, uh, your, your skill and letting us rebrand it for, so the answer is probably, probably no. Um, uh, because but, that's that's something that they have done that basically is differentiating them in this space. So so like I have Granddad's Pizza. Yeah. So there's you couldn't set up, um, you know, a, you know the smart device name. Um, mm -hmm. I, I want to order from Granddad's Pizza. You absolutely could go, do that. You could do that. So oh, you would absolutely. just have their invocation name would be their brand name. Correct. Exactly. So here I said, I want to order something from Domino's. You would <laughs> just say, hey, I want to order a pizza from Granddad's. Okay, exactly. So that's the invocation name. But then all of the all of the tough stuff happens after that. So you just, okay, you set up a skill. You got this JSON with somebody wants to order something from you. And now you've got to be able to put all of the code behind that to respond to that. So in this one here, notice, now if I had said, hey, I wanted to order a, a Domino's pizza, want to order a pizza from Domino's that has, you know, jalapenos, pepperonis, and cheese on it, they would have had to not ask me what toppings I want it because I already told them. So in other words, that whole, how you handle that JSON and what you do with it, that's all of the tough work that happens behind the scenes that every brand has got to do to be able to say, okay, what do we, what is this interaction that we need to have with our audience to be able to engage with them? Yeah. It's like a chat bot in its own way. You know, it, it, that when, when they're creating the chat bots, they're thinking of exactly the same thing. Exactly. You know, if this, then that it's the same as creating a, a slightly complex contact form on a, on a website with conditional fields. I have so many uh, questions, but I will stop right now. Right. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, Chip, we finally moved into the part where it's starting to blow some minds, and we have only 13 minutes to go. So Okay, so let me hurry then if we've got 13 yeah, minutes. Yeah, skip through to, to like hit the highlights, and then, okay. like I said, you guys, Chip's going to hang out in the Focus on Your Biz group later this week if you want to come and ask more questions. So. Okay, if we got 13 minutes, let me jump in then and let me start showing you what we've done with some of our clients. What we do is we help anybody that's got a, a, uh, um, an RSS feed. So 
podcasters, anybody with a blog, that kind of stuff. We help them share that information through smart speakers. And that's kind of what we do is at, at Create My Voice. Um, so I'm going to uh, give a couple of examples. Let's jump into this, uh, this podcast one example first. So you can now ask for a podcast. You can ask for any episode of, of a podcast directly. You don't have to get just the most recent one. So let's do this one. And this is my favorite podcast, my favorite episode of this podcast. You'll see why in just a second. Okay, Google, ask audio branding to play episode 35. Got it. Getting audio branding. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. This is the first part of my interview with Chip Edwards. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, smart speakers like Amazon Alexa are used by millions of people. The same voice assistant technology found in smart speakers is also used in smartphones, cars, wearables, and more. Voice assistants are everywhere and they're changing how people consume content. Amazon and Google have made a way for you to register your brand on these voice assistants. My guest today is technologist and teacher Chip Edwards, and he's spoken across the country about the opportunities available on this new platform and how you can own and manage your verbal brand on these new devices. The future is here, and we're going to talk about it. Thanks for joining me today, Chip. I really appreciate it. I know okay, so that was jumping into that episode of the podcast. You just have to ask for the same thing on your device and you can listen to the whole thing. <laughs> um, uh, so, nice. but let's move over into text because text is actually where kind of some of the cool stuff ha is happening. Um, some of you probably know Aida. Um, her blog is called Love Built Life. So what if we built a skill where you could ask for her blog to be read to you instead of having to sit down at a computer and read it? Alexa, start Love Built Life. Welcome to Love Built Life. There is a new blog post available titled The Joy of Overcoming a Decade in Retrospect Part 2. Would you like to hear the new blog post? Yes. I didn't bring you on this journey of the last 10 years of my life to give all the gloom and doom. No, sir. Because you see in the last few years of this decade there has been a turnaround in my situation and my friends. She met a nice young man at work and they are now engaged to be married. Yay. So what we're hearing is Alexa <laughs> read her blog post and I stopped it partway through. Uh, some of you probably know William uh, Jackson. He's also a prolific blogger. So same thing, but he wanted his blog to be read not by the stock engine, uh, with, with you guys uh, ready Amazon. for the thumbs up button because this is so so here's here's a different way of a uh, different voice being used to read his blog alexa ask my quest to teach to play the latest blog post this is blog post 77 and is titled using wordpress to share your voice and address social issues using wordpress to share your voice and address social issues instructor william jackson m ed 
Intro, there is a growing need for content creators from diverse backgrounds to tell their stories, to share their experiences and to encourage the need and acceptance. So here we used a different voice to be able to read to the blog post. So since we've only got a couple minutes, let me keep right on moving. Here's, here's the bonus material that I was talking about. Um, the SSML. And so when we talk about SSML. giving those that JSON back to Amazon to be able to turn this text into speech, um, SSML is kind of like HTML. There's a bunch of tags that you can add into your uh, in, into your code, into the, into the uh, text stream that goes back. And it will actually do different things with that, uh, with those tags. Now, so Chip, I'm going to have you've mentioned this and we've we've it was on the screen and we talked about it in the chat a little bit but for those just listening SSML stands for synthetic speech synthetic oh, speech Is synthesis it... markup language so it's a markup language much like it's... HTML right so correct it's a markup is, and I'm oh, actually going to show some of that in just a minute. Yeah. Excellent. So my invocation name is create my voice because that's my brand and I want to own what happens when people you talk about my brand. Um, and so you can ask create my voice to read blog post 27 because it's going to give a bunch of information. So let's have it read blog post 27. Alexa, ask create my voice to read blog post 27. Let's get started. This blog post is titled bringing life to your content. Greetings. I'm Alexa, Amazon's smart speaker voice assistant. With a little help from Create My Voice, I can read your blog posts aloud. Now your audience can listen to your blog posts while making breakfast, working out, or driving to work. It's really easy. The Create My Voice team connects me up to your blog posts using your RSS feed and a custom voice application. This means that you can keep blogging like you always have, and take advantage of the new smart speaker platform. Your audience will ask for your blog by name and I'll read your latest post. I can read your older posts as well. And I've heard this is available on Google devices, including every Android device on the planet. But since I'm an Amazon Alexa, you didn't hear that from me. In addition to <laughs> just reading your blog, I can help you bring life to your blog. If I was going to tell you a secret, I would whisper it to you. But even cooler than that, I can change my voice. This might be difficult to describe, so let me demonstrate. I have several friends. I'll have them introduce themselves. My name is Brian. If it's not clear, I'm from across the pond. Hi, my name is Joanna. I'm really glad to meet you here. Greetings. My name is Ravina. I'm also available to read all or part of your blog posts. I told you it was pretty cool. Being able to use multiple voices in your blog posts can bring your blog posts to life in a world where your audience wants to listen instead of read. In addition to multiple English voices, I can also speak using voices from other languages. I'll show you by greeting you in French, Spanish, and German. First a male French voice. Bonjour, je m'appelle Mathieu. Si vous souhaitez que votre contenu soit disponible pour les francophones, je peux le faire pour vous. Next a female Spanish voice. Pregunta por Conchita si quieres que tu contenido esté disponible para el español. And finally, a male German voice. Wenn Sie Ihre Inhalte erfährt im deutschsprachigen Raum zur Verfassung stellen, MCH Team, fragen Sie einfach nach Hans. Pretty cool, don't you think? Like the additional English voices, these are available to bloggers to expand how you communicate through your blog posts. 
This concludes the post titled, Bringing Life to Your Content. Would you like to hear the next blog post titled, How Does Voice Technology Work? An Introduction. No, that's all. Thank you. Okay, so you're going to need to go to my blog and actually see what it looks like on the on the on the blog but that's what it turns into when my blog actually gets asked for instead of uh, somebody sitting down at a computer and, and reading it. Um, it interesting fact i actually get like 10 times more listeners to my blog than i get readers of my blog so wow. um it, because it's so easy well partially because it's so easy partially because i advertise it and partially mm -hmm. because that's what my blog is about is about cool john has the the expected response the mind blown emoji oh. <laughs> so, so fun right <laughs> so so let me so i want to look give you some ssml stuff and so let me actually get you some of the details of that in the next couple yeah, of slides yeah. right here please um so here's an excerpt out of one of my blogs a, a different blog than the one we just got done reading called uh, alexa and the elderly um, so I, I took the snippet out, but let me overlay it with um, the actual code because now you'll see the HTML and then you'll see it, a couple of SSML tags embedded. So here's the first one, voice tag, and then here's another voice tag. So those are SSML tags that get embedded into my blog post. If I want to do, if I want the voice to change, there's a number of SSML tags can, that can get embedded. But so let's listen to this, how Amazon would process this post right here or this piece. Alexa and the elderly. Comments from participants. This first commenter shares how Alexa opened her world. I thought Alexa was just four things like turning on lights, but it opened a whole new world. You can do anything that you want to do. And this last comment references how using Alexa helps someone with physical difficulties. I have a genetic tremor. So entering data is a pain. Their ability to speak a command and get something to happen is a wonderful thing. So that's an example of SSML getting embedded into my blog post. So just like you see the H1 tag and the H3 tag, and yes, I know I skipped the H2 tag. Um, I also put some voice tags in there to be able to read the quotes out using a different language and so or a different voice. And so now when somebody is listening to my blog post, it kind of brings a little bit of life to the blog post because I now can can do different things with a with a blog post. It's just a far cry from that that scenario you talked about four years ago, right, Mike? Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. I was actually quite apt because. Chip and I didn't speak before the show about this, so it was quite good that I said that yeah. because it's moved on quite a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's moved on quite a bit, exactly. Yeah. The, yeah. So um, he, here's a, a quote that I, I like from Britt Armour. Basically, he's saying that voice is the future for how brands are going to interact with their customers because it's going to be so easy just to ask for what you want as opposed to having to sit down at a computer or pull out a phone voice makes how we engage compute resources a whole different different world so a couple of recap points so voice technology is a fundamental shift in how people interact with computers and it comes with a transformational shift in how we think about user interface design 
the goal of voice technology is not just making computers easier to use, but how can we make computers make it easier for us to get stuff done? And then the final point here is that voice technology is much better than it was. It's not perfect yet, but it is getting better. Um, and we're currently helping people that are early adopters that want to get ahead of the curve and stand out is, is, is what we're doing. So I'll leave you with a, a contact page here so you can get a hold of me. Um, or you can just ask for my blog and it'll read it to you. If you're, if you're listening and not watching, he's on Twitter at Create My Voice, LinkedIn, C. Edwards, and then his email is chip at createmyvoice.com. Com. We will put, um, can we put your slides up in our show notes, Chip? Yeah, you bet. You bet. Hey, Great. Okay, hey, so Chip. if you are just listening, go back and check that out. Do, do you foresee a future like here, like on your card, <clears throat> where you, you know, you have Facebook, you have Twitter, and you have stuff, but where you would also list like, you know, Hey Google or Alexa, and then list your, your brand name as well? Uh, yes, what, yeah, how you can ask for me. Yeah. Yep. And, and a lot of a lot of companies, once they put their their skill out there, you'll see on their blog post, you'll see on their 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 emails that come to you. There'll be a little uh, bubble with you know just ask for you know this is how you can ask for this information, oh, or you'll cool. see it on their website here. You can just ask for this information instead. That's what that's what. Uh, um, Domino's is doing and Capital One. So anybody that's actually put their presence out there, they're starting to say, here's another way that you can engage with me. Whether people do or not is not necessarily important. It's it's the fact that they're really marketing themselves as, hey, we're, we have this capability. We're into the future. We're using voice. You can engage with us via voice as well as all the traditional means, even if people are more, still not comfortable with the, the voice process. Um, so well, it's, it's a good marketing tool. Well, and that's where I was thinking, like for my brand, for Entrance Studios, I was thinking it would be, I think, I got, I got to think this through because sometimes you can scare people away. But my initial reaction is, I think it would be neat if somebody landed on my website and I said, and I had something there that was like, you know, um, ask, you know, your smart device, um, hey, in Transit Studios, how much is an average cost of a website? Because that's one of the first questions they get. Um, and to have some like FAQs, they can they can ask and get answered with predetermined answers uh, through this. Not so much that I'm helping them actually accomplish something, but I'm thinking if somebody's coming in and they're a, a uh, a, a marketing director from a higher end brand and they're able to see that my website is able to engage right away with hey google has siri I, I just think we would look cool and i like looking cool yeah yeah so, so from a brand you've got you've it the the question is is how much are you going to um how much effort are you going to put into this interface or this this distribution process. So if you went down that path, that's a that's cool, but you need to do everything there. So if there's if if you can get two of the 30 things that you want, then it's going to be frustrating for users. Got um, it. That's but if you can do if you can do every ask answer almost all of their questions that they would have, then 
it might be a, a, another way of saying, hey, not only can you get it here, but you can get anything you want just by asking for it. Could I, is there an API yet where I can integrate with OpenChat GPT? Uh, so you can. <laughs> Taking it too far now, Eric. Come so, on, think about one it. Second. I, I'm going to interrupt you guys for just a second because that's going to put us on a whole nother rabbit hole. And I want to say that we are over time already, but we have questions in the chat. And I know that Eric has more questions and I, I love this is the this is the fun part we got we had some technical issues and stuff today so we're gonna we're gonna keep going for a little bit if you are if you're watching live if you're listening this is gonna be a this is gonna go over time if you can go now like this is there's no more presentation but we're gonna hit the q a at this point so this is gonna be the the bonus round and um so anyway thank you everybody who was able to come if you if you got to go and everybody's busy and stuff please do give us a thumbs up, leave a nice comment for Chip. Thank him for coming. Uh, subscribe so that you get more notifications of some of this stuff. And if you like hearing things like this that are just technology and cool stuff that we are fascinated by, if you'd like to see more of this on Divi Chat, please let us know because we care what you think and what you want to hear. So that being said... And just one more plug, you already mentioned yeah. er earlier, is on Thursday, we're going to have some more time to be able to answer questions on your... Yes, focus on your biz, yeah. the weekly focus group. So yep. thanks, Chip. Um, and it, and then Chip did give you all his contact information yeah. stuff. So he's out there too. And he does do some of this setup for, for people as a service, but we're geeks too. So some of us might want to learn. I tinkered a little bit trying to do it and it's it's pretty complicated. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? I, I burned out a couple, like two, three hours on a Saturday one day and I got nowhere. That's why I was like, Chip, I need help. So and uh, anyway, so let me hit a couple of these questions in the chat. I've marked a couple from a little while back. Hold on a second. Okay. Um, so Sean asks something that is probably a, a big question, but can you talk to what is involved in developing a skill for a client? Is there an API and SDK? <laughs> um, so the answer... That seems bad. Yeah. So the answer is... Um, you have to have, so bottom line, the voice assistant is going to package up a JSON and going to call an endpoint. The endpoint's got to be able to consume the JSON and then return a response JSON back to Amazon, uh, going back to their endpoint. So... The answer is, is yes, it's a well-documented API SDK. SDK, um, And yes, you can build skills if you want to. The learning curve is pretty steep um, to be able to, to do it. And there's a mental shift that has to happen when you start, when you're going to build a, a voice interaction model that is something that you want to, you want to kind of work through because it's not like building a website, it's different. And so what, what I've done, so aside from what I showed you with Capital One, they've gone all in as far as you can do a billion things that interacting with your, your checking account, savings account, credit cards, more home mortgage, you can do all of that stuff. They put all of that in to their engine and they build out a pretty in, impressive skill to be able to do all of that same with dominoes they've gone all in with 
how do people ask for pizzas and what do we do? And, and oh, by the way, we're going to try to upsell you with this, uh, th this other product once you're done. So that's, they've gone all in with how people would interact with them. So what we've done at Create My Voice is we've said most, most brands, especially smaller brands, they, they've got a blog um, and they want to be able to put their presence out on these devices and they want to get their invocation name. They want to be able to manage what happens when people say Divi Chat. You know, you want, when somebody says Divi Chat, what do you want to happen? You want to present your your blog right. or your yeah. podcast, you want that to happen. And you definitely don't want your competitor getting a Divi chat invocation name and deciding what happens when people say, hey, ask Divi chat for whatever. You don't want somebody else to make those decisions. And so- Go help me the, elegant what, themes if you come at our invocations. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what that's what, so that's kind of what we do is we kind of get the low barrier of entry of you've got a blog, you've got a podcast. Let's get your skill out there to be able to get into that content that people are used to engaging with. And if they want to be able to get into a lot of more specifics of what you do as a business, yeah, we're going to direct them there, direct them to, you know, somebody to talk to. But this is kind of the low barrier of entry to be able to get into it without going all in on, you know, a chat GPT model to be able to well, say, yeah. okay, all of my information is here, how can they interface with it? Was that? Because that is coming. I mean, that's oh, yeah, going to be happening. Like, AI absolutely. is going to be involved. AI is going to be involved in this. So that, even more reason, though, to get in early, bef like before it gets to that point, And it's extra layers of complexity on top of everything, yeah. right? But I, yeah. I, I like that idea, Chip, because that's that's how we approach, you know, our clients with digital marketing. Right. You know, we start with the the easy entry point to people is signing them up to get reviews. And right. then after reviews, then we can talk to them about a website and then we can talk to them about pay-per-click and then we can talk to them about it, you know, da, da. so I really like this almost, you know, a significant percentage of our clients do have blogs, you know, so this yeah. is an easy way for them to get in and then say down the road, we can really expand this out, but this right. is now. Somebody very you, wise I know says, shoot a bullet before you shoot a cannonball. Says <laughs> that, but they're a genius and probably very <laughs> handsome. Um, <laughs> the other thing is, um, is it so your company I know specializes in the you know in this this entry point with the blogs and, and stuff, and, and it's exciting, and I want to talk to you offline about it. But does your company that also have an advanced level with this or is this right like this is kind of your wheelhouse where you're staying so so this is my current wheelhouse of and where most everybody is is actually looking my bet is is we're still several years off before before brand owners are where clients are you are engaging their brand on smart speakers and now a brand is saying, okay, hey, we want to do more with that. That I don't see that as close. I see that as, as several years away. And so we haven't had to make those decisions to say, okay, yeah, you want a custom branded skill that can do all of this stuff. It's going to be $100,000. Mm -hmm. We're still at the, hey, let's get your invocation name out there. Let's let you let your audience know that your content is on these smart speakers. And as people start using these smart speakers more, 
eventually you're going to want to be able to do more. Now let's say, you know, can you, can you make that jump because it's a big investment and technology might change in the next couple of years to make it not quite so complicated, but right now it's pretty big. Well, I, I now do you provide your service um, as a white label or, or fulfillment? Like if one of us want to come to you and, you know, by the end of next week, I want to be able to put on every website proposal um, an add on of, of this service. Um, would you know are you do you are you available for partnerships like that or just strictly referral um i could do partnerships like that yeah oh my gosh chip you're blowing my mind Eric, you're gonna wait till you hear how cheap it is too i mean seriously this should be charged for it's cheap yeah i know oh, even better oh, um don't even I, tell him the number you told me chip We'll tell Eric later, but don't tell okay. everybody. We'll talk later. We'll talk later. But I double think it, honestly, for everybody that's listening, that's a web designer, like you know, a lot of times web designers get get nervous about giving a price to somebody um, because they're. But don't like, you know, the rest. Every time I walk into a restaurant, I've never had a restaurant owner go, "Ooh, I would show you, but I'm afraid you're not going to like the price yeah. of our hamburger." Like they just give me the menu, and there's a steak and there's a hamburger, and I get to decide based upon my budget and desire, which one I spend the money on. So building out a website proposal, like, hey, here's here's a website cost, but we're gonna recommend this, this blog package. And with that, we recommend this add-on, and here's the benefit of getting your invocation name now, locking it in, um, people can, you know, okay. blog. This is an amazing upsell. I'm really excited about it. And, and I think everybody should really think about adding this to their web design package. Hmm. Keep Chip busy, everybody. Mike had to jump. We didn't even get to say goodbye. Anyway, uh, it is pretty late where he's at. Um, and he said, have a great week, everyone. Thanks, Chip. Uh, okay, I'm going to take, I'm going to put two more up on the screen. That's it. And then we're going to wrap it up. Um, and so one is, um, Ken had asked something about SSML interfering, but this is a longer question. And I know Ken will be there on Thursday. So Ken, you, you, I'm going to let you ask him in person. Ken, you met Ken last week, Chip. That was the Ken that was in oh, the group last okay. week. Okay. Uh, the answer uh, is, the answer to that is no. Um, they, um, so their SSML has a standard. And so all of the base ones are. Well, before you go too deep yeah. into this, I want to read this too, because I think you can kind of answer them both together. So Sean's question, do all the platforms, Alexa, Siri, et cetera, all respond to the same SSML tags? I'm looking at a page on AWS about Polly that lists tags, but it's hard to tell if they are just for Alexa. So the answer is, is the, there's, there's a bunch of tags in the SSML um, uh, library. Yeah. And um, at least Google, so Amazon or Apple is a closed system. So I don't know a whole lot about that one, but Google and, and Amazon both, both handle all of the base tags, but then there's some specialized tags um, that have some uh, nuance to them that they handle slightly differently, like changing voices. They don't all have the same voice. And so how do you change a voice in Google versus Amazon. And so the ones that I'm, I've been focusing on are the, the Amazon ones, um, as opposed to the Siri and the Google. Google Google's actually, you know, I'll, I'll get into that later. That's a, a different mess. That's a different mess. Yeah. Okay, so I hope that that answered your um, 
question, Sean. And Sean, oh, this is Sean too. He says, can you register a brand name before we have a skill ready? And I, I just want to say like, this is something that, that Chip said to me. This is one of the things that he told me that blew my mind. And that is that like in the early nineties, when everybody was registering dot coms willy nilly, like you could just get anything you wanted because nobody knew how important that was and significant it was. And so now like, this is that next thing you guys like you all know that this the voice commands and the voice things are not going anywhere like it's only going to become more powerful so this is to me I, when i heard that i was like this is significant this is something that we need to get in on now so even if we're only using it in a small way that we at least are putting our stake in something you know and so this question is relevant because it, like of what you said in the talk, can we go out there and register our domain or do you have to build something and then get a name? Like you said, you cannot register, you cannot register, you cannot get an invocation name without building a skill and having the skill certified by Amazon, Google. Um, so you've, you've got to have that read. And once it's been certified, you then you get the invocation name. Complicated. You don't have to have a super complicated skill though, right? It has to do something like, valuable. So, no, it right, doesn't but have to like be complicated the thing you at all. did, like to read your blog, right? Like you could have something that's set up to go and read your blog, and you just put those SSML tags in there, and that could be your thing. Not you even need right? the SSML tags. Oh, that's right. You can just have it read it. Right. Right. Bonus now, stuff. Um, okay, so there is the only other last thing that we didn't even touch on that I really wanted to get Eric's opinion on, and maybe we'll just have to take this one offline or if you guys are interested in this and you want to have chip come back let us know and we'll we'll see if we can arrange that but uh accessibility uh eric i think i actually mentioned him to you before chip that he's legally blind mm. and so eric does this have a significance to you I, you just think marketing and sales but like does anything resonate with you here as far as accessibility or things that are useful to you as a person who has that limitation I think so, you know, um, just for the ease of stuff, but you know, sometimes an article can be really long. And so I'll already, you know, copy and paste it into something and use a, you know, a, a screen reader or something like that. Um, but if there was a, if there was a, an RSS feed that I was, you know, really wanted to consume every day, um, I would, but I, I think down the road, you know, giving people the ability to interact with your website through voice. Um, you know, fill in forms or request that you call them or place an order. Like those are the accessibility things I see down the, the road that are really exciting. Interesting. Thanks for that perspective. We appreciate it. Guys, how cool is this stuff? Isn't it so fun? Thanks, Chip, for being so generous with your, uh, your time and your expertise. And obviously it's going to become profitable for you if Eric Dingler has anything to do with it. <laughs> He is all in. Like I can just see the like he is. He is so stoked right now. I got to take a nap. I, that's how I was too when I first learned all this stuff. It's so fun. So anyway, thanks Chip for coming. Thanks everybody for being on the live chat. Sorry we had some issues that made us run long, but uh, I hope that everybody had a good time. You're getting lots of thank yous in the live chat, Chip, and uh, I think you just made a whole bunch of new friends. We will see you guys next week. Thanks bunches. Bye. Thank you.